Welcome to the Butcher Barbecue Podcast, World Headquarters, Wellston, Oklahoma. The Butcher Turn Pitmaster, your host, David Bosca. All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Butcher Barbecue Podcast. I know it's been a little bit since we've done one, but it hadn't been that long. Not compared to what we did last year in that big old hiatus we had then. I wanted to go over a few things I got in my mind and just some discussions about other stuff and we'll fill this in. It might take me a day or two to record this. So be patient and we'll get this thing published and everybody can listen up. First off, a little bit of news going on is those of you that are wanting to attend the American Royal, this the end of June, this is your deadline that you need to get if you want to stay in the same spot you had last year. So just remember, get your entry fees into the American Royal if you're going to cook the uh, open. That's the main thing that I wanted to go over. Um, this is the first time for me registering that we will be cooking only the open. Out of 17, 18 years, we've done the open and the invitational, and the GC we won this year did not make it on team count, so we're not going to be able to cook the Invitational. Um, a little heart broke for that, but we've always enjoyed it and love seeing all the people that come through. But you'll see our site. It's the same place we've been since we've been out at the Speedway. So stop in, shake our hand. We'd still like to see everyone then. But we'll only be cooking the open. That That's the biggest thing I just wanted to go over. Let's see. Oh, something that, as far as Butcher Barbecue goes here at the Warehouse, we have been very loyal to FedEx. And FedEx has been our only shipping gate that we've used for stores and off our website. I've talked to quite a few customers, and off our website, we have added some new shipping costs. And we've actually been able to go down about $3 in order on this. So if you've been hesitant on ordering just due to the shipping cost we've had in the past, I have listened, we've investigated, and now we've implemented. So we have got a cheaper shipping cost than we have had in six or eight years on the website. I just wanted to pass that on. That's just one of the things I've been working on. Um, but, oh, by the way, that has changed you have an option. You can pick the cheaper, which is USPS, or you can continue to pay for the FedEx shipping, which is quicker. Well, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but my phone's going off. So I'm going to stop for five minutes and take and peek at that and see what we can do for it. Well, that didn't do anything for me. That was somebody wanting a donation for something or another if I supported them. So y'all can expect how I handled that. I hit the shut up button and closed that off real quick. Well, let's see. What was we talking about? Oh, yeah, the new shipping cost. Um, I don't remember if I got into this part or not, but we've always shipped FedEx. And now we are switching some of the, well, I'm sorry. We're giving you the option to ship USPS, which is on the average about $3 uh, shipping cheaper. Or you can still choose the FedEx and be guaranteed a two-day shipping to your house. So I know as us, and I'm, I'm included in this, as us cookers come out of the weekend of cooking and we plan ahead, because I know we plan ahead, right, everybody? 
we know that we don't need injections and rubs and sauces within the next 48 hours. So we can wait and place our order for a week or 10 days down the road, not to need it before we leave on Thursday. That's what I normally end up having to do is chase it to get it to you. So let's see what else I got on my list. Oh yeah. I was going to highlight a product. I was going to highlight my chicken brine. And what I want to do is go over just a little bit of the different ways I've heard of people using it. Might spark an idea for yourself, but it's our bird booster chicken brine. Not the injection, but the brine itself. Fairly new to us, um, but let me tell you what I've heard. First off is obviously you can use it as a brine. And a recommendation, we say a quarter cup of the brine to 16 ounces of liquid. And it'll melt instantly. It does not need heating up. It's nothing like that. But And that works extremely well. We've brined with it four and five hours, seeing if it got salty or didn't get salty. And we've had really, really good luck with that. But what I've done also is I've increased that a little bit myself. I've increased it from a quarter cup, and then I added two tablespoons on top of the quarter cup and did it at the same time frame. And I think I kind of like it a touch better. Um, let y'all test that and, and find out for yourself on that. Other thing that we've heard that has worked real well is those that inject with our actual bird booster injection, they put a tablespoon or so of the brine into the injection. It seems like a lot of people are liking just a little bit of that saltiness in their injection in the finished product. So that's something to think about. Also, I have heard, and with good accounts, things that are working well is people are actually dusting this across their butter that they have down in the um, the butter pan that they set the chicken in. They are dusting the butter down in the pan before they put the chicken in it. So I thought that was really interesting. And let's see. Oh, this is a really fun one. And I, I, I will disclaimer this. I have not tried it. I do plan on trying it, but I have not tried this. They And I didn't get proportions, but they are putting brown sugar and the brine in a coffee grinder and grinding it up. That is what they are using as a finishing dust. That's right. It sounds interesting, and I, I, I don't know what to think of it or, or to come of it, but I have heard that it's being done that way, and I just want you to know I do plan on trying that. On to the next one. Oh, here's a quick thought, everybody. Something, a uh, thought of the day, let's call it. Do I believe in backup cameras? I do believe in backup cameras. I think they save a lot of marriages just right after a really long awards assembly. Now, back to the podcast. Something else I got going on, and it'll be in late August, the 26th to be exact. This will really only have um, consequences on anybody in our local area. The Lincoln County Free Fair, this will be our second annual. The Lincoln County Free Fair has reached out and asked if I will once again host and put on a local barbecue contest for the fair for the 
despair. I'll get that out in just a minute, tongue-tied. So what that is is the head cook has to live in Lincoln County to be able to even enter. So if you're in this area, if you've got a small team or if you want to make a team, reach out to the fair board. They're taking all applicants, and um, they have the set of rules we used last year. Everything will be just the same. It was really fun. Spare ribs was the meat, and the second category was cook's choice. It could be dessert. It could be... Anything but spare ribs. We don't care what it is. So that'll be a fun one. That's something else we got going on. And one other thing I'm thinking about, and unlike y'all's input, so reach back to me, shoot me an email, text me, something of that fact. I am thinking about doing a rib class here at the warehouse. Maybe on a Saturday, a Friday evening, something like that. And just tell me what you'd like to have at it or in it. Um, How would you like to see it structured? I've thought of two different ways of me just bringing four or five different cookers and going over it, trimming it, throwing a little competition fun stuff in it, and cooking it. Feeding everybody and everybody get on out of here in three or four hours. The other thing I've thought of is supplying ribs to everyone Still have a classroom situation or a setup. Go over what I do and how I do it, and then give you the ribs and let you folks do it. I don't know. I think that'd be a fun way to do it. You bring your own cooker. You cook them. We have a few sauces and um, spices that are available. And this way, everybody can learn from each individual person. Watch them cooking, figuring out how they do it. They might pick up a trick or two that... Heck, that none of us know about. I think that could be a lot of fun. So let me know how you'd like to see a class like that structured, and we'll get something put together. Now, in the last podcast, I went over the prepping and everything I did, headed to a contest up in Kansas last, well, maybe it was this month. It was. Um, But I haven't recapped the finals of everything that we did how things came out. So I'll, I'll, I'll hit on that. I don't have anything in front of me, so I'm just shooting from the hips on this. We got up there, and it was a Saturday-Sunday contest. Pulled in. It was a very – the town itself was really cool. They had a huge festival going on, but it was not close to the barbecue contest. The contest was held out at a football field, and the – um party and everything going on the festival was off downtown um close to their old downtown area and there was thousands of people there and we had 20 out of the contest and then include cook teams by the way there wasn't that many cook teams don't get me wrong but we did our what we do we set up got the trailer all leveled we did our prepping And when we got there, that's when we realized or found out that there was no electric provided. So we had to run in town and get some fuel for our generator. We knew we didn't have enough to get through the night and through the cook the next day. But it was a gorgeous day and everything. And it tried to rain on us and storm. But as far as what I was telling you of how we prepped and all that, 
You know, that's just what we do every time. And that's exactly what I did here was we did, we went through our normal noon, one o'clock. We always go through and get our brisket injected and our pork butt injected and set it back in the ice chest. That's my timeline and call me an old pellet head by trade, but I, I still like getting that stuff done early, get it out of my way. Um, that evening, I always brine my chicken that evening and then take it out of the brine. And then I end up letting it set overnight in a, a bird bath, sorry, a bird booster solution. And then I inject my ribs and then I apply my rubs that night to the big meats. Turn the smoker on, let it run overnight. That way it's warm when we get up at 4.30. I'm kind of kind of old and I don't like having to get up an hour earlier than I need to. So we got up, got all the big meats on, got everything rolling. And I think the cook went well. I tried a few little things. You know, we all tricks and tips and we pick up things and you want to see if it implemented in your system and see how the final stuff comes out. And we did. We put a few things together and I really, really liked what we did. I thought there was a couple things that I didn't think was great. And one of them was our pork. I just didn't like the final flavor. It was good, but it wasn't great. Don't get me wrong. I liked it, but it wasn't what I would do again. Let's finish it and say it that way. Anyway, long story short, we've got third and chicken, first and ribs, third and pork, and third and brisket. We did win it. It was a small crowd. Don't get me wrong, but I'm taking nothing away from the folks that were there. There were some really good teams and some great up-and-coming teams. And even the next week, one of the up-and-coming teams won chicken. And congrats to them. They did a great job. Uh, but it was the size of a contest that I just enjoyed doing right in the central, central, the heart of Kansas. All those people are so friendly and, and open armed. And we've always done well there since 2006, 2007, that part of the country has always liked our food and the things that we've come up with. So I appreciate all the judges that showed up. Um, appreciate the reps. I'm, I'm glad that they stuck around and didn't run off and go do a contest where they could have made some real money because let's be real. They get paid just like we, we want to get paid anyway, the prepping you heard from the last podcast turned out great. That's exactly how we run it. If you didn't hear that, go back and listen to that podcast, but I just wanted to do a follow up on that and just let you know how it all came out. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I know it's kind of short, kind of sweet, but if I come up with anything else, I'll add it here at the end. Listen to this guy coming up. He's got some good advice on how to stay tuned for upcoming podcasts. Smash that subscribe button and be ready for Butcher's next podcast.